You are listening to the Complete Developer Podcast, the podcast by coders for coders about all aspects of creating your best life as a developer. I'm Will, the accomplished developer and aspiring software architect. And I'm Beej, the advancing journeyman developer. Complete Developer Podcast is supported by listeners like you. We are now on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash Complete Developer Podcast. Hey guys, so welcome to Resolutions for 2018. This is the episode where Will and I talk about our New Year's resolutions from last year, sort of the goals we set for the year, and whether or not we hit them. And then we will discuss and tell you all about the ones that we are setting for this upcoming year. But uh, before we get started, Will, what have you been fighting this week? Well, uh, speaking of fighting, <laughs> I had my a bunch of martial arts friends in town. They put on a seminar and all that, and so I got to go. Nice. And I am, what, six weeks out of hernia surgery? Five weeks? Mm-hmm. I forget which. I could probably figure it up in my head, but it really doesn't matter that much. And I don't, I didn't completely have an all clear from the doctor as far as what I could do. Um, it's not like, you know, last time they told me, you know, they're like, you know, wait six weeks before you lift anything over, you know, 20, 30 pounds. And I kind of did some hip throws this weekend. Um, <laughs> you got, got excited. There. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> uh, so anyway, like I didn't die. I don't think anything's leaking. So we're good. Will likes hip throws. He got real excited when he said that. He waved his hands it's, around and everything. It, hey, like I like it when they work. <laughs> when they don't work, that's pretty much most of the time. And I did have some that actually worked. So nice. Um, yeah, it. It was it was fun. I got to see some people I hadn't seen in a pretty good while, and just you know, hanging out with that crowd. I you know, I forgot how much I enjoyed that. Yeah. So that was pretty much my entire weekend, um, other than making uh, spaghetti and meatballs with spaghetti squash, which I haven't tried yet, and I'm going to eat after this podcast recording. Nice. Well, I've been getting ready for our developer launchpad holiday party coming up next weekend. Uh, next week should be pretty fun. We've got our work holiday party on Monday and then the developer launchpad party on Saturday. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Also, move over ice bucket and ice bath challenge. I've got the true cold challenge. So you talked about hanging out with some of your old martial arts buddies. And a lot of them are into the Wim Hof stuff, too. Yeah. I hung out with some of my old high school buddies. I rode my bike down uh, to to hang out with them uh, this past weekend, and uh, it was in the 60s when I left, so it wasn't that bad. It's like middle of the day. I'm expecting to hang out for an hour or two. I completely forgot what happens when I hang out with those two. And what happens with weather in Tennessee? Yeah. Well, no, I knew the weather was going to get cold. I just thought I would be riding back during the daylight. Oh. I expected to spend a couple of hours and then ride home. And then we we walked around for a bit. We sat outside. It got cold, so we went inside. And about an hour or so after sitting inside, I'm like, guys, I got to leave or I'm going to freeze. Was this Sunday or was this Saturday? This was Sunday. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I remember. It wasn't, it wasn't even that late Sunday when I left. It, was just, it had just gotten dark. And I'm like, all right, I, I got other things I got to be at. I wasn't expecting to stay that long. But guys, riding a motorcycle 80 miles per hour in 30 to 40 degree weather... See, because I was having problems. I was having problems with the heat in the house. It was getting too hot. Yeah. And I went out. I had to walk the dogs. And I went outside in shorts and a t-shirt. And that wind hit me. Uh-huh. And, you know, I mean, like I was almost sweating in the house. It was so warm. And, yeah. oh, man, I can imagine riding a motorcycle back in that. 
not oh, being prepared. See, I had, I had, I had my, my leather jacket on, but I didn't wear my chaps. So like my legs just had thin jeans on. And so oof, it was cold, dude. I am still cold. Yeah. Today, like thinking about it. <laughs> no, no, I, I'm, I'm still cold. I haven't warmed back up completely from Ooh. that. That's, that's how bad it was. But speaking of ice bucket challenges, I've got something to help automate that for IOTs. So let's go ahead and roll the music. This week for IOTs, I have a fun project titled Automatic Ice Bucket Vendor Based on Arduino. Now, this is an interesting project from DF Robot. The engineers there decided to take the ALS Ice Bucket Challenge, but they did it in a, uh, and I'm quoting here, the maker way, by building an automated ice bucket to dump the ice water on themselves. Using an Arduino and Romeo V2 to drive the motor, they built this with an ultrasonic sensor to detect when a person is within range of the bucket. It then fills the bucket with ice and water and dumps it on the challenger's head. It only took two days from conception to a fully functioning prototype, which is really cool. Of course, what do you expect from the engineers of someplace like DF Robot? Yeah, pretty cool. Yeah. Um, while maybe not the most practical of exercises, it's still kind of fun way to raise awareness and practice some IoT and robotic skills. And I'll have a list of the hardware and a link to their project in the show notes. Who's talking to us? So this week we grabbed a tweet from John Wells. It says, at Complete Dev Pod, I'm 13 years of part-time dev, uh, SAS, C-sharp, VBA, Python for my corporation, only an AS degree. Think I could qualify for a senior dev. Uh, yeah, that's a tricky one, isn't it? Um, I don't know, first of all, what he means by part-time. Right. And is this 13 years of doing it part-time the whole time? Yeah. It, it really depends because it, you could have 13 years of part-time work that has just as much as five to eight years of full-time work. And you know? you're, you know, you've got the experience with the older tech, you know, right. because. 13 years ago, that's what you dealt with, because I remember that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would say I would say this is a toss-up. Um, I think you could probably qualify for a senior dev job. Um, it might be tricky. The big deal is going to be getting, well, getting past HR and the other gatekeepers, and then impressing the people with your skills, you know, at a level to overcome this, because to some degree, they're going to go, hey, this is part-time work, um, you know, depending on how you couch it. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, definitely with a with an associate's degree, you can get a senior dev position. Yeah, I mean that that will help. Um, you know, having the degree. I mean, mm -hmm. obviously, you couldn't jump out of you know straight out of an associate's degree into a senior dev. Right. No. No. I'm saying, but with with that and the experience, you you can you can get a senior dev position in some places without any degree and the experience. Yeah. I guess the thing with understanding the definition of a senior dev is that it is not the same everywhere. There are a lot of places that look at it and go, okay, a senior dev should have, you know, they should be able to do certain things and you know, have certain capabilities. And then there's places that are like, yeah, you've been around a while. You'll kind of see that in the senior developers that you deal with. And if you're interviewing them, you will definitely see it. You'll see the ones that just basically have time and grade. And then you'll see the ones that are like, they've got the fire and they've had it for a while. And mm -hmm. they're, you know, they're really working on it. And so it kind of depends if you can 
get it to where your perception is or where people perceive you in the camp of people that have the skill, then you will get it. And if you can't, you won't. Um, and I know I really hate giving an answer like that, that, you know, this is one of those, it depends kind of answers. It really does. Another thing that you might look into is, I don't know if you've got a specific place in mind or if you're just looking in general, but looking at a place where, for example, where I work, we have, we don't have mid-level. There's junior and advanced. Right. And so the mid-level, like you have junior that covers up to kind of a certain amount of mid-level and then advanced kind of takes over at the higher end of mid-level and into senior. Yeah. And so you might be able to find a place that doesn't have a mid or even go go out for a mid-level position, do that for a year or two and, you know, I hate to say the term, but get time and grade for it. Yeah, because I mean, that is unfortunately something that does get respected a little bit more yeah. than it should. Um, you and I both know several developers that really should not be considered senior developers who are. Exactly. So, John, we want to thank you for the tweet. Send us a DM with your contact information because we've got a complete developer water bottle just for you. Guys, if you'd like your very own complete developer water bottle, leave us a review in iTunes or comment on the website or any of our social media. We post all of our episodes to Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Google+. We're also on Path and Tumblr and very recently on Instagram, though we haven't posted much there. Check us out each week on Facebook Live, Twitter Live, or Periscope. We'll be adding more to that list as we go along and learn more about doing live broadcasts. You can join the conversation anytime via our Slack by going to slack.completedevelopernetwork.com. So the theme for this year has been setting and accomplishing goals. Halfway through the year, we reviewed our progress toward our goals. And before we really get started, I want to review what a SMART goal is. So we're going to go over a brief review of SMART, and that's an acronym for Specific, Measurable, Attainable, Relevant, and Time-Bound. The specific means this is the who, what, when, where, so forth of your goals. You know, general goals are good for the long term, but they need to be broken down into more specifics. Next is Measurable. And this defines a specific criteria for each goal to be able to track it and break it down and qualify your progress. Right. Because if you have a goal that you can't actually quantify that you did something, in other words, you go, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm doing this better. Well, what does better mean? Mm -hmm. uh, that doesn't really help. Right. Next is attainable. You have to be able to reach the goals. If you can't, they're just lofty ideals. You know, yeah. attainable doesn't mean easy, though. You need to make these challenging, but within the realm of possibility. Right. And, you know, one thing, uh, you know, last year is I, you know, I had a goal that was very attainable um, and I, I didn't hit it. Yeah. And, and there were other things that came up that made that not happen. Right. So it's, it's not that you can't, you, it's not about you can or can't. It's just, it's got to be hard enough to be challenging and not so hard that it's impossible. Now, next is relevant. And this means that your goals require time and commitment. When it gets tough, they still matter. So when, you know, life gets in the way, when other things happen, these goals still matter. I had a few goals on here that we thought we were going to have to, we talked about this at, at our mid-year review, we thought I was going to have to put aside because of things that came up, but they were important enough goals. Yeah. They were relevant enough that I still went after them. And we'll talk about whether or not I reached them which one of them you guys should already know, but we'll talk about that 
in just a little bit. And finally is time bound. You need to set a start date and a target date to achieve your goals. Now, we kind of did this last year. We got specific on the months we wanted to reach things in. For myself, what I want to do is reach my goals by the end of the year. Yeah, and that's basically the same thing here. I mean, it's great if it if it happens earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, you know, I think you and I both are kind of into longer term, you know, planning horizons at this yeah. point. Like we're not looking a month ahead; we're looking a year ahead now. Right. And and you know, I had some last year that were I, I want to reach it by this point in the year or that point in the year. These this year, my goals are all I want to reach them by the end of the year, and then I'm going to break them down further, and we'll talk more about that. Yeah, and the other thing, too, is a lot of mine are more of, hey, this is a practice. This is a continual yeah. thing I want to do. Not, you know, it's it's not so much, hey, this is an end goal and, you know, there's a there's a final you know, termination point. It's I have a goal to continue doing this every day. So we're going to start by reviewing last year's goals and talk about whether we hit them or not, what impediments we faced along the way, and what we did to overcome those. Next, we'll discuss our goals for 2018. And for each of these, we'll kind of rotate between myself and Will. And then after that, we've got something new that we're starting this year. And that's going to be goals for the podcast or more specifically goals for Complete Developer Network. Yeah. Basically our business interests. Yeah. Because we kind of want to be as open as we can with you guys about that. And we may have other people. Some people may want to start something similar to this or... Just understand the process. And so the the complete developer network is sort of the overarching business structure that is our podcast, Junior Developer Toolbox, and our meetup group. Yeah, which is Developer Launchpad. And then when we start publishing, uh, it'll be our books and other things like that. Yeah. So starting off with a review of last year, I will go first. My first one was to buy a new laptop. Now, even though I had some unexpected things happen, my truck getting stolen, uh, I honestly, at that time, I thought I would not be able to get a new laptop. Yeah. I remember we had this conversation. That is actually what led to the episode. Right. Uh, the mid-year review was, hey, I'm not going to be able to reach this goal. And something big came up. We never discussed what do you do if something big comes up. Yeah. I still managed to get a new laptop. Uh, got it on tax-free weekend. And I've been enjoying it and all the benefits of actually having enough RAM to do something. Yeah. And uh, this has improved stuff for me a lot as well. Um, I know it was one of your goals, but holy cow, did I hate that crap top. (laughs) Because you just never knew what was going to go wrong. And then like we would finish, uh, you know, we would finish recording like a couple episodes back to back, especially those. That was always the worst. And then you've got to save that and it takes hour to yeah. save. Well, and that, and, you know, it took an hour before. Right, to get set up. In between, you know, it was just awful. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was chewing up so much time. And so I'm really, really glad that you hit oh, that Oh, it's, it's made it to where before I got the new laptop, it took two nights per episode. Now I can do everything to edit and get an episode ready to publish in one night. Yeah. Because it's just that much faster. And it... it it really makes a, a difference. Well, the other thing, too, is you're not sitting there waiting for it to suddenly die and screw you over. Right. My first goal was to meditate more often. Here's what I wrote last year. Meditate more regularly. This is still a goal. I'll be mixing in a lot more yoga, though, as I think the lack of flexibility in my legs is hurting my seated meditation. 
Now, the result on this was mixed. I did do a lot more in the latter part of the year and am meditating daily now. I did a lot of yoga towards the beginning of the year. And then... I know you kept trying to get me to come to your yoga class with you, but... uh, uh, Yeah, it it would be good for you. The timing, I think, was the the issue. Yeah, the timing was an issue. Um, I didn't do really well. It wasn't really the first half of the year. I think it was from about April. Because you remember how everything just started snowballing? Oh, yeah. On the podcast, and then it was like, oh, uh, what was the other thing? Music City Code came up, and we had to scramble around for that, and, and it just like kept on mm-hmm. spinning. And it felt like there was, a, there was a good part of the year that we had to put a lot of effort towards progress just on the podcast and just on other things. Some things changed at work as well for me. And as a result, I just didn't meditate yeah. very much um, during that part of the year. Now, I started back – it's been – I don't know, a month or so, I think, that like every single night, pretty much, I've gotten in 45 minutes to two hours. And it, that's not on my list when we get down to it, but that's something I should probably start doing. Yeah, it would, help, it would you. help me. Yeah, it, 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 it evens you out a lot. It would help my stress level, for yeah. sure. All right, so I have my six. Guys, you hear it right now. I'm adding a seventh or a, a pre as to uh, start meditating. Yeah, and the other thing I started doing, too, was about once a quarter uh, going and getting in the sensory deprivation tank. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of the time, several times I've done it for 90 minutes. But sometimes I've done it for three and a half hours as well. Um, and, and you meditate in there. And what has been helpful with that is that it basically gives me a lot of time to really think things through and also to realize just how much stuff is bugging me and which things are bugging me. I don't have as much problem with time to think things through because well, I don't have like I, I'm you don't just have the me. commute. Yeah, I don't have the commute. I don't have family obligations and stuff. So like I have a lot of time in the evenings where it's just me sitting there. I'm like, you yeah, know. but there's no distractions. This is the other thing too. Like yeah. there's nothing else you can go do. <laughs> and so I found that pretty helpful. Um, I did keep that up even um, without all the other things going on. Um, I still did that. Awesome. So my second one was to become a permanent employee at work. And we discussed this at the mid-year review. I became a full-time employee back in February. So we we hit this one pretty early. That's kind of awesome. You know, hey, it's had its ups and downs just like anywhere. But overall, I really do enjoy my job. I, I, you know, some days are more stressful than others, but I really do enjoy what I do. And I'm I'm quite happy with it. So I'm glad to be a permanent employee. I'll probably be there for for a while now. So My second goal was to lift more often and get to where I could deadlift 450 pounds. I think this is a reasonable goal for the year, and I wanted to get back to doing feats of strength. Now, I started the year off, I think, reasonably well. We were both working out at the beginning of the year together. Yeah, Yeah. we were doing pretty well there for a while, and then other circumstances intervened. Um, And then in March... I bent down because like I was cleaning the basement and I bent down to pick up a piece of paper off the floor and something twisted in my back and it mm. put me down on the concrete. Um, and that Remember wasn't a result. Yeah. And I, I don't know exactly what the deal was. I don't think it was from working out. I think I just like twisted in a weird way because you can do that without lifting. I mean, mm-hmm. there's a lot of people that'll tell you, oh, these injuries are from lifting and they're not. No. You know, I've had this lecture over and over again. Oh, you shouldn't be lifting heavy at your age cuz you know, I know all these guys and they're, you know, they used to lift heavy and they, you know, they're all messed up now and it's like how many of them played football? 100% of them played football and slammed into each other and they drank heavily and they're fat and they're not taking care of themselves 
And you're using that as an example of why I shouldn't lift when I don't do those things. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of frustrating, but anyway, that dropped me on the floor. And so there was about, there's about a month there that I couldn't really move around as well as I would like. And I was like, I'm not about to, you know, put a bunch of weight on my back and do a squat mm-hmm. or, you know, try to do a deadlift or even swing a kettlebell. It's like, I'm just going to let it heal up and, and ease up. And then everything got just absolutely swamped in the middle of the year. Um, and I put this on the back burner. And then in August, I get sick, get a sinus infection, start coughing. And one time I was sitting up in the middle of the night, coughing really hard. And I felt something squish in the very extreme of my lower abdomen. Yeah. Without saying exactly where that was, but you can probably guess. Uh, and that was a hernia. So that pretty well killed that one for the year. So I, it was, you know, I started out pretty well and then events spiral out, out of control on that one. So that was, that was kind of a miss. So third on my list was to speak at a conference, code club, or user group meeting. I accomplished this in October. Same time Will did the same thing. I spoke at Bar Camp, which is an unconference here in town about the developer's role in Scrum. And then again at a boot camp here in Nashville about code smells. Yeah. And the weird thing is, is this was not one of my goals for the year last year. Right. I was not going to speak publicly. I was not interested in that. And I loudly and very vehemently told that to my mastermind group that I was not interested in doing that. <laughs> And <laughs> I've spoken at Nashville Software School three times. I spoke at Covalence once, and I also spoke at DevSpace once. And I may have another one before the end of the year. I can't remember. Yeah, uh, I've got – I actually at Bar Camp met, uh, met someone that we both knew a while back. Well, and uh, he is now a developer, and we're putting together a panel to submit – for Music City Code. Nice. And we're going to try to speak at. I mean, I just didn't realize how much I would enjoy it. Like, this should have been a goal of mine last year. That's like the worst is when you're like, you, you get there and you go, yeah, I achieved this goal, but I didn't I didn't write it down. It's just all of a sudden, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do that. And you just go. Yeah. Well, I see, I knew I would enjoy it because I've spoken before. But you wouldn't have guessed I would have enjoyed it until probably June. Yeah, probably. Like, there's something that just like the switch flipped. Yeah. Well, I also kind of, I, I saw you at Music City Code, and then I think part of it, too, has been us running the meetup group. Yeah. It's it's really, I don't want to say it's brought you out of your shell, but it's given you an opportunity in an environment that you're comfortable where you are in control Yeah. to get out and experiment with that kind of speaking, and you realize, you, you see what I see in it now. Yeah. So, yeah, that should have been my goal. wasn't, but, hey, you know, I still hit it anyway. So, you know, considering some of the things that didn't hit, that's, yeah. that's nice. Um, so, my third goal was to do better with my editorial calendar. Finish the book. And the book at that point was four chapters and a little over 100 pages in per what Scrivener's output was. There's, just, you know, there's a lot more depth than I thought, and I had to rework things. And, you know, I also said I wanted to post more often. On the podcast website, my personal blog, social media, etc. And my task last year was to get into a regular writing cadence. And at that point, I was getting up at 4.30 in the morning mm-hmm. and doing a lot of work then. And I can tell you that that goal has shifted a little bit. Um, I am doing a lot better with the editorial calendar. I do have certain days that I write on. And I make sure that things are prepared You know where I can do that. Like Tuesday evenings. Tuesday evenings and typically... 
some point either on Saturday or Sunday, I'll, I'll take an hour or two and really work on writing. Now, that said, it's mostly content for the podcast or for our email newsletter. So this is interesting that this was your goal last year because two of my goals upcoming have to do with more writing. I think my suggestion to you would be to look at it kind of the way I did in that I want to establish a regular writing cadence. Yeah. Not I want to write certain things. And we'll we'll talk about that. Yeah, because that's what I should have done. I was real specific. I was like, oh, I'm going to finish the book. And I mean, I got like seven or eight chapters done, and there's, I think, 14 or 15. Well, the thing is, also, with that, we started writing a book last year that was completely unplanned at the time, and it's going to be an audio book that comes out next year. It is one of the goals for next year is for that to come out. Yeah. And, you know, so there was all that. We started the email newsletter Mm -hmm. for the podcast. Um, Well, we started it back up, but yeah. Yeah, we started it back up. We actually start we actually started it initially and then dropped it because we were too busy. And you know, so I've gotten into that regular cadence. I also keep a journal, um, like a monthly journal of like kind of how I'm feeling about things, where where things are, what my goals are. Um, and I wasn't doing that as well then. And I've you know started back. It's I, I think I've emailed you a couple times because it's been funny, like stuff I've seen in there oh, from yeah. like way back when I was doing it about like you being late all the time or you know not having your stuff together. Because back then you didn't, yeah. And it's just a it's it's a reminder of where you were. Mm-hmm. And so I think I've done this pretty well. I like from a perfectly legalistic perspective. I don't know that I completely hit that goal, but I think I did from a intention perspective. So my fourth was to outline and begin writing a book for autodidactic developers, and specifically, I wanted to have the outline done by May and have a first draft of section one by the end of the year. Well, the book is mostly outlined. We got we got that done. Will helped me out with that. It's not detailed as much as I would like. I got a little distracted, and this was kind of what I was hinting at earlier, when you and I decided to start writing a book together. That's fully outlined and mostly recorded. We've got three chapters left that we just need to record, and then I need to edit, and you need to write that up. Yeah, and I've got to do all the marketing spiel. So, it's yeah. still going to be quite a bit, but it's way closer. Mm-hmm. And so this one kind of got put to the side because of another goal that came up during the year. Yeah. And that happens. That's something that we do want to emphasize. And that's why we had our mid-year review of goals is because, hey, things come up that change your goals or you know what you thought was your goal at one time may no longer be an important goal. Yeah, it may no longer be relevant uh, the timeline may be different. The money may be different. Yeah, or you it may, may not just, be attainable. You may just sit there and go, I didn't know I was I was capable of doing this other thing. Right. That could produce a whole lot more results. Yeah. So that's that's what happened there. So my fourth one was to finish my punch list of home improvements. And this was stuff like getting the backyard fenced in, uh, completing the weight room floor, uh, doing network wiring throughout the house, and I wanted to do this so I could start tinkering with some of the smart home stuff that's available and you know, just kind of wire this place up like I wanted. I think I did pretty well at this. I got a lot of stuff done. The weight room, you know, as it stands, is pretty close to where it needs to be. Um, I do have some more flooring to put in that's probably going to happen this week. Um, the whole back injury thing and the whole hernia thing kind of got in the way of that because, hey, if you're setting up a weight room, guess what you get to move around? Weights. Yeah. Also, you, you did refloor the upstairs as well. Yeah. So that was the other thing, too, is we, we refloored 
the top floor of the house where my daughter's room is um, because the dog was going to the bathroom in there a lot. And, um, you know, it had carpet. It's like you can clean it, but it's white carpet. Yeah. And, and it was just kind of, it wasn't in real good shape before. And so we replaced that with a floating floor. So there was that. Uh, most of the network wiring is run. There's a couple of, there's a couple of plugs we got to put in still and a few other things. As far as the backyard getting fenced in, I actually decided to hold off on that. And the reason I decided to hold off on that is, you know, we, we had, we added the back door and the deck so that the dogs could go out the back. But the thing is, they have to go down one flight of stairs, you know, out through the garage and out the back door to the, the backyard. And so I was thinking I could fence it in. Um, and my older dog has developed really, really bad arthritis and she can't go down a flight of stairs anymore. Um, so there was, if I were to fence that backyard off, I would now not have a place for them to go Yeah, that she could actually get to. So I'm just going to hold off on the fence. Oh yeah. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. yeah. So that was just one where it's like, yeah, circumstances have changed. Mm-hmm. And so I just decided to wait. So my fifth one was to lose 50 pounds by October. Well, I did not accomplish this. I came close. I lost around 25 to 30 pounds, um, and I went down an entire pant size. So I'm still making progress, but uh, hurting my toe and then breaking my foot kind of kept me from exercising enough to lose the weight. Yeah. And so I just wasn't able to. You and I both had several injuries this past year that kind of prevented us from from some of our, our things. But uh, like I said, I, I did go down a pant size, which is exciting. I've seen friends and relatives that haven't seen me in about a year. Yeah. And all of them are like, you've lost weight. Looks really good. So I obviously lost enough to where people are noticing, uh, not quite where I want to be, but you know, that gives me something to shoot for, for next year. So my fifth one was to improve my personal brand. So that was like, one of the things that was a possible option that I was really resisting at that point was getting into public speaking by way of a user group somewhere. Yeah, which is really funny because earlier you said um, that you weren't like public speaking wasn't one of your goals. Well, I mean, I was wanting to, you know, that was an option that was yeah. on the list. Um, you know, some of the other things were like blogging and, you know, that kind of stuff. And, and that was just one possible way to do it. And I really, really didn't like it. It made me uncomfortable. And basically, the deal was to try to increase my visibility in general. Now, uh, this was a total win on this one. Oh, yeah. Total like, win. That was like, a crushing victory. That's what the middle of the year, like all the stuff that messed up all the other goals went here. Yeah. And it I, got I agree handled. with you. You totally rocked this one. Yeah. You knocked this out of the ballpark, and, man. And, there, you know, and that's all I got to say about that, to quote Forrest Gump. So my final goal for this past year was sort of a lofty one. It was to do 100 one-arm kettlebell swings per arm as a warm-up to deadlifting. And I told you it was lofty. Oh, I knew. See, I knew it was lofty. I knew this was this was my out there goal. And I didn't quite accomplish this one either. I did get 100 swings in, but didn't get to the point of it being a warm-up. That was like the major part of the workout at that point. Um, this is mainly because you and I stopped working out together. Uh, you, you hurt your back. And so I wasn't coming over. Then I hurt my foot and I wasn't coming over and just a lot of things happened. Summer happened and then the hernia happened. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then my kettlebells were over here and I was working out at the gym at my apartment complex, which doesn't have them. So it's sort of one of those things. I've still been doing free weights and lifting, 
but I haven't been doing kettlebells. And, you know, part my fault, I should have been over here being like, hey, man, if we're not going to work out, let me at least get my, my kettlebells from you. But, you know, part kind of circumstance and things like I just, what, like a month ago got out of the boot for my foot. So, yeah, you know, it, it's it's sort of like that. I still think that this is a realistic goal with all the things that came up and happened. It just didn't I didn't get there. Yeah. And I think you could probably do this. You know, you could probably get there this next year. If, yeah. But I don't know that 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 specific thing is exactly the way you want for a goal. No, it's it's actually not. And we'll talk about that in just a moment. Uh, my sixth goal for last year was to take more days off and use them for myself. And the reason is, is because I tended to work on my own stuff on my days off and not really take a day off. Um, I did take one day right before Christmas last year. And I think I, like I got a massage and then I went, um, I got a massage, a chiropractic adjustment and then got in the float tank. And that was pretty much as close to a real, you know, solid day off for my own stuff without family, um, as I got last year. And this year I did better. Um, I took a little bit longer trip when I went to microconf. And so my wife and I got to go and go out and mess around in the desert and all that kind of stuff. And that was, that was neat. A little bit rough there. Um, I didn't do as well as I should. I have three and a half days left this year that I have to take. Um, so like December 22nd, I have a half day of, of work and then I go back after the new year. Nice. I because be... there wasn't anywhere else to put those days. You know, I, I understand that. Um, I took some vacation time to go out with my family to to Florida, and I got back, and I realized why developers don't take vacations. Yeah, because you got hammered when you got back. Yeah. Yeah, and that, that's that been the thing, too. And where I work, they don't do that to you very much. You right. Know? I mean, you get get hit a little bit because that's just the way things are, but it's, it's not like other places where I've come back from a week vacation and had two weeks worth of work mm-hmm. that, that landed on me while I was gone. So that wraps up our goals from last year now we're going to do basically the same thing and back and forth for our six goals for the coming year just remember i have one pre-goal that i mentioned during the the last years of meditating on a regular basis this coming year and so that is something that i am going to work on in addition to my six goals and we will talk about that at the end of next year starting us off my first goal is to speak at more conferences and schools you know, I know Will talked about enjoying it, but I have always enjoyed public speaking. I really enjoyed putting together the talk and then presenting at the conference and at the boot camp. It was a lot of fun. I loved the interaction. The boot camp was great because the group they have there was awesome and they're back and forth. And I think you had the same experience yeah. there. And I haven't gotten to speak at, at NSS. NSS. It's the same way, but there's like five times as many people. Right, right. So my my conference talk, I had a couple of a couple of people talk to me from the audience and stuff, but there were I think at one time I counted about 60 people in there and I know that by the end of my talk there was standing room only because people were standing in a you know, like semicircle around the back yeah. for it. So it was awesome people really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. So this is something that I want to do more of. I've already submitted to one conference next year. I'm going to be submitting with uh, with a friend of ours to do a panel at Music City Code. And then I'm also going to submit a talk there, too. Well, my first goal is also more public speaking. And it's basically for the same reasons. I really enjoy it. 
I was surprised by how much I enjoyed it. Uh, and the, the thing with speaking is, is that not only is it handy on its own, like it makes you more confident if you're used to doing that, uh, but it bleeds into a lot of your other pursuits as well. So like if you're, if you're doing the speaking thing, people tend to treat you better mm-hmm. you know, as, as a developer and, and all that kind of stuff. Um, the other thing I found out is I got a lot of good feedback on my speech that I was able to feed back in to the next version of it. It's so like I'm iterating, especially like on that whiteboard talk. Oh, yeah. A lot. Like I really like iterating and constantly improving stuff. And that puts me in that workflow. Mm-hmm. And the other nice thing, too, is that that showed me uh, you know, exactly where people are coming from on this. So if we, you know, when we build a product based on that, we've already got a lot of data. That's true. That's very true. Something else that you might look into, and I've considered it, too, is there's a group called Toastmasters. Oh, yeah. I've looked into that. And I know a few people that, that do it. And have really enjoyed it. So something we might want to try. Yeah, the thing, one thing I've seen has been at lunch. Lunch. Yeah, they do a lot of lunchtime things, and that's great for people that you know, like the speaking is part of their job, and maybe that's okay. And I'm actually angling to make that part of my job too. Yeah, but like the thing I've seen is, of course, where I work, they've got a meeting in the building. Yeah. Whereas for me, it's like drive up to Brentwood. Right. And so Nashville traffic at lunch. And you drive somewhere and you meet and you drive back. It's like you took a two and a half hour lunch. Right. So, yeah. You, you can't do that on a regular basis. No. Not unless it's part of your job. Right. So my second goal for 2018 is to start blogging more. I may rethink the book that I'm writing as I've seen some similar ones out there. And I have a site that I want to turn into a blog. So I might start there and then work towards the book again. But what I want to do is more of a weekly, like I really enjoy writing outlines for the podcast and turning those into show notes. So what I'm going to start doing is writing outlines for a blog as well and turning those into blog posts. So like one night I'll work on the podcast, one night I'll work on that. Well, here's a thought too, and you can't do this through Amazon, but I've seen authors that will actually write the book on their blog. And Mm -hmm. it's totally freely available there, or you can buy the book. And so it's a way to get some money in and get used to that workflow. Zed Shaw did that with his books. Um, And then once he finished the book, it wasn't available on the blog. Right. But if you, if you got there early enough, you got in and you were able to get that information. And so I'm, I'm considering doing that. I'm not sure, but what I am going to do is start blogging more and I may angle it towards the book. And so my blog posts will be, close to book chapters to where I can take the same outline, add more to it, or put it in a certain order. Yeah, but there's a lot of people that will buy the book just to have that in a hard copy. Because mm-hmm. um, I've done that before. Yeah. Like, I just, I want the physical thing there. I don't want to go to somebody's website that may go down and not be there. Right. So, uh, that, that may be an option for you. Mm-hmm. So, my second goal is to fix my sleep. I have not been sleeping very well since I think right around the time that that hernia happened. Um, I still wake up a lot at night and it's kind of, um, it's uncomfortable. And I've gotten in this habit of not getting enough sleep and then drinking a lot of caffeine during the day. Like I'll go through a pot of coffee easy. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so I've got to fix this. That's, you know, that's not sustainable because you still feel like crap all the time, even if you're awake. Uh, you know, what's interesting is I've actually been getting more sleep lately. And by lately, I mean like the last few weeks, but I haven't been feeling that well. 
So I've been going yeah. to bed earlier. I've been I've been doing a little bit better here lately, yeah. but I, I've noticed that even if I get you know ten hours of sleep, it's not I'm not getting rested well, and I think that's partially around stress management. Mm-hmm. It's also my diet has been crap. Yeah, um, especially since I had the surgery because it's just like when you're when you're hurting when it hurts to to walk and it doesn't hurt real bad right now. Most of the time I get like an ache. You're not going to prioritize good eating. You're going to prioritize fewer steps, and that's that's kind of what I've been doing. And so I've I've gotten back on my diet. You know, this is like the first full day of that, and I'm back on the whole low carb thing. Yeah, he's not drinking beer, even though I brought some for him. Yeah, but I'll, I'll hit that uh, Saturday. So yeah, it, it'll be it'll be fine. But I, I am trying to fix that. Um, there's a lot of stuff I've got to do. I've got to back off a little bit on the amount of stuff I'm doing, or at least the amount of time that I'm wasting while doing things. Right. Yeah. You know, I need to get more efficient probably as well. So it'll be some mix of those. Um, I'm still kind of working out exactly what I need to do. I think also getting my diet lined up like it should be will probably fix a lot of this because I think some of it's from sleep apnea. Mm-hmm. So, you know, not having as much belly fat probably will you know pull that in. That's a good point. So my third is to pay off the last of my private student loans. Now, this is not my federal loans, not the big, huge thing. I wish I wish I were paying that off. And yeah, this is a little bit of a give me as I've been on a payment plan that has me paying them off by the end of the year. But it's also really exciting to get those paid off and just be done with them and never have to worry. That is the other than rent. The biggest expenditure I have are my private student loans right now. Yeah. And so getting those paid off and being able to put more into my federal loans and get those paid off and then not have any student loan debt will be awesome. Also, once I get those paid off, I'm going to start setting some money aside to buying a new truck. Well, a used truck, but you know. New to you. New to me, right? Yeah. You know, buying another truck and, you know, maybe eventually another motorcycle. But, you know, I, I want to get out of the car and into a truck. I got the car because it's what I could afford with what the insurance gave me. Yeah. And you're more of a truck kind of person. Yeah, I really am. But yeah, I mean, I, I just, I want to get back into, I want to get another truck. And I've also been looking at possibly getting uh, a newer motorcycle you know, as well, because you know, mine's about five years old. So it'd be good to have a newer one soon. Uh, my third goal for the next year is to start saving money for land to build a new house on. Now, our current house is pretty decent. We've been in here for three years and some change. But there's a few things I really, really dislike about it. Um, you know, one of those is that we have an HOA. So I can't do anything to my own property without asking somebody else's permission. And that person won't show up for six or eight months. And that's why it was it was so hard to get the back deck built this last year. It it took like six months just to get the guy to come over to walk like three doors down and look and say, yeah, you probably could build a deck here. So I, I don't really want to have that. The other thing is, is my daughter's nine years old and, you know, 16's coming. And so she's going to eventually need a car. You know, she's going to be driving. And right now I have a very, very steep driveway and we don't park our cars inside. So at the bottom of the driveway is the, is the two cars. And I'm looking at it and I'm thinking, when she starts driving, I don't want her parking on that driveway. And the HOA has a rule that she can't park on the street. So I have to risk having three vehicles get totaled and the house damaged for her to be able to park here. Like when she's new at driving. And that sounds unbelievably dumb. You know, besides the fact that you know, there's not really a lot of space. I don't have room around me. Mm-hmm. Um, I have neighbors on one side that have got... Um, 
you know, two really cute dogs that yip all the time. And my dogs are constantly growling at them because they're, you know, they're 15 feet away. And on the other side, I've got neighbors that have got these, you know, 400,000 candle power lights that shine right in the windows. And, you know, you have to have blinds. You got to have all this stuff to kind of keep their, their light out. So I just, I need a little bit of space away from people. So uh, that's the thing I want to look at. And the basic goal here is to get enough money so that when I find a piece of land that I want and, you know, it's, it passes all the tests, like it's got to do the perk test and all so you can build on it, then I want to pay cash. Yeah, I like that. And idea. just write a check and I have it. Yeah, that's, that's something I, I really want to do at some point is to be able to buy a plot of land and it's just me. So I'll probably, I'll get a camper first. Yeah. Live in the camper because you can live in a camper cheap. Live in the camper, save up, buy a plot of land, live in the camper on the land, and build. I have a friend, actually, we, you know yeah. him too. We have a friend that did this, and like he has a super nice house that he designed. Uh, well, I think his wife designed, but you know, yeah, he designed and built and has some really cool stuff in it that he was able to do because they lived in a camper for a couple of years. Yeah. So, my fourth goal or resolution is sort of a fun one, in my opinion, and this is to go on a long bike ride, and by bike, I mean motorcycle ride. Yeah, I wasn't visualizing you being like Pee Wee Herman. Well, actually, we have- Unless you like for people to visualize you that way. I, I will say this. I, I do know a guy, and you went to college with him, too, that he, I think, between his freshman and sophomore year, maybe- rode cross country and his dad's a preacher in Smyrna as well. And he, he rode and stayed at different churches from one coast to the other. And so, you know, he did ride a bicycle like that. He just wanted to see if he could. And he knew enough people to stop at places and stay. That sounds okay. Except for um, the Rockies <laughs> and the Appalachians yeah. and the desert. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh. But, you know, he, he planned it all out and, and really enjoyed it. Uh, me, I want to ride my motorcycle. And this could either be to visit friends. I have some friends in Colorado that would be really awesome to visit. I have some friends in California that I'd like to visit that I haven't seen since my wedding. So, since 2012. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, uh, it would be great to go out and visit them. Uh, I also could go up and visit my sister in Cleveland or down to Florida and visit my sister down there. Anyways, I may combine this with um, a conference, too, and, you know, ride to a conference. Yeah, that's so, a thought. Or I could combine it with uh, with both one and two and ride to a conference, blog about riding to the conference, and speak at the conference. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so, you know, it, th there's a lot of options with this one, but... And you can eat healthy at rest stops and... Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm... I'm you know what I'm going <laughs> to be Be a doing. food blogger. No, I'm, I'm going to be talking about like the biker bars. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, guys. Look, look at me. You know, yeah, realistic <laughs> expectations are always good. <laughs> so my fourth one is meditate and exercise much more frequently. Um, I'm already back to meditating nightly and I want to continue this in the new year. And I'm also currently reworking a few things in my workout area and setting things up where it's a little bit easier um, just in general, you know, for all this stuff. I'll probably also continue hitting up the sensory deprivation tank for long meditation sessions about once a quarter, um, you know, kind of as needed. And I'll be getting back to regular exercise fairly soon as the hernia is pretty much healed. Uh, the thing is for this, I've found that my 
meditations tended to work better if I lifted beforehand. So, you know something that I haven't done in a very, very long time, and I don't know about you, but you and I used to do this when we were in college, and I used to do this in high school, too. I went walking when yeah. I was hanging out with my friends. Um, yeah, I rode my bike down to to visit my friend that was in town, and we, you know, he was staying at his mom's place because he came into town to visit his family, and so we all met at his mom's place, which we used to do anyways because it's kind of a central location. We used to walk around his neighborhood. Now, mind you, back in um, college and maybe a little earlier than that, I won't say, we would walk around smoking cigars. Yeah. I remember you smoking <laughs> a pipe and walking around yeah. uh, near Lipscomb. Yeah, I, I used to do that too. But, uh, uh, but, but I we, do that some. We, um, we would. And that, that might be something you look into because we would walk around. We walked and talked. And yeah. it was like, it felt great. Like, I got done with that. And I'm like, man, you know, I'm not exhausted. I'm I'm hyped up. Yeah, we go to you know we go to the park yeah. and, and walk on the trails. Of course, my wife really really likes really nasty steep trails um, for walking, which are not you know they're okay if you're trying to build your endurance and stuff. But if you're just trying to kind of enjoy nature, the other thing too is there's too many people. Right. Um. I last time or the time before last when we did it, there was some gal who was clearly planning planning a wedding with her mother and her maid of honor. This is in the this is in Percy Warner Park or Edwin Warner one of the Warner Parks I forget which one yeah um, and I could hear the discussion five hundred yards away she was talking so loud like I do want to walk but I don't want to walk in that well that's the nice thing about walking around the neighborhood yeah is you know you you walk by somebody's house and if they're outside they'll wave at you may say may say hi or something but yeah but it's know. not everybody's on the same trail and there's you know a hundred people yeah. out there. That and all the runners. The runners tick me off because it's like I'm walking. I'm having a nice time in nature. Oh, I've got, you got to get out of my way because I'm running. Like on your yeah. left, on your left, and, and, on your left, and it's just constantly people breaking you out of the mood. So okay. like I, I don't like that much. Winter but, soldier. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I do want to do more stuff like that and, and get out. You know, like I, I really do need to to push back on some of those things. Well, you know, Dave over at Junior Developer Toolbox and I have talked about getting together and walking and hiking and stuff more too. Yeah. So that might be something that, you know, just like the three of us, or we could get a group together that just sort of goes to places that aren't as crowded. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's um, maybe not on like a, a nightly basis, but like once a week or something. Yeah. that And that one thing that's, um, you know, I really like about going to my parents' house is I can actually get out there and I can be in nature and not hear other people. Like last time I was there, my daughter and I slipped outside and it was right. I don't know. It was, it was probably right at moonset. We saw shooting stars and all that stuff. And there was, there weren't people talking. Yeah. It was great. Right. Um, and that's, that's the kind of nature experiences I want if I'm going to do it. Yeah. That, that makes sense. So number five for me is to get into story writing kind of along the lines of blogging. I've been thinking a lot about, writing a story specifically my story maybe an autobiography you know maybe do some stuff yeah maybe a fiction based on a true story kind of thing yeah or maybe a collection of short stories yeah that would be pretty cool yeah we'll we'll see but i've got some ideas i really like i've been thinking a lot about it like you know i could i could take that you know remove the names for protect the guilty yeah and you know, make a good story out of it. I tell the story to people and they enjoy hearing it. Yeah. When I don't ramble. Sometimes I get rambly. I, I've never noticed. Ramble on. 
<laughs> yeah. Rambling man. Yep. My fifth uh, goal for next year is to go on an actual retreat alone. Just think about longer term things and longer term goals. Uh, Zen founder, uh, you know, Rob Walling and Sherry Walling really talk about this. They've actually got a book on how to do it properly. But basically the deal is, is you go and you find like a, a cabin somewhere and you rent it out and you go stay there for three days by yourself and you work out like what your longer term goals are and, and all that stuff, like all the brainstorming stuff where you really legitimately get away and you don't have other obligations that can intrude. Um, one thing I found that if I have a situation where I know other people can't jump in, I can think better because if, if I know I can get interrupted, I'm always like halfway cringing about the interruption mm-hmm. and you know trying to you know basically keep track of state so that when the, when somebody callously interrupts, they don't screw everything up and I can drop that if I'm in that situation. So that's something I want to do this next year. That's really cool. Finally, my last goal is kind of similar to, uh, to one of my goals from last year, but uh, I want to drop another pant size. You know, I would like to say two so I could be where I was in college, but being realistic I'll say one by the end of the year. And to do this, I'm going to start hiking more. I know my dog's going to enjoy it. I'm going to get out and... you got a good dog for hiking. I do. Yeah. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start hiking more. I'm going to get out and walk more, things like that. Like I was saying earlier, I really enjoyed the walking that I did this past week. That's my last one. Yeah. And my last one is to start pushing for some work from home capabilities at my job. Um, I'm losing two hours a day to commuting, give or take. Some of that includes, you know, driving to lunch mm-hmm. and driving back because, you know, if you're a developer, you can't really eat lunch at your desk without getting constantly pinged. Um, so, you know, I count some of that as, as the commute time, although I still think there's probably like an hour and a half, you know, that's legit me traveling to and from work. It's supposed to take 25 minutes. It takes 45 minutes to an hour mm-hmm. uh, to get there and getting home is an hour. Nashville's traffic has gotten substantially worse. They're doing a lot of construction on the route to get there. I can go back roads to get there um, and get around it and not not hit as much of the traffic congestion, but it takes longer. So you end up balancing yourself out. Yeah. I mean, I do take the I take the longer route because it's more predictable, not mm-hmm. because it's a shortcut, really. Um, but you spend a lot of time just driving. And I, I really want to stop doing that. And I also want to be able to do things like, you know, I can bulk cook for the week and I can eat stuff out of my fridge during the week if I'm home. If mm-hmm. I take it to work and eat it, it has to be heated up in a microwave, which really limits what you can eat because it's going to turn rubbery by the time it's warmed up enough for a lot of things. So. Fair enough. When I didn't have a microwave, it limited what I could eat. Yeah. So like just having one tool limits w- right. what you could do. Right. And so I, I want to angle for that mainly just for quality of life yeah so that's pretty much all of our personal goals we have a couple of goals for the network and podcast the first one is to publish our first book we have three chapters left to record everything is outlined we just need to finish recording it and then i'll start editing and will can start writing that up yep so pretty close there the next is to get sponsorship for the podcast yeah and we're pretty close on that i think Mm -hmm. um i'm kind of working on that currently that's that's will's will's thing he's working on uh right now but our our goal is to have sponsorship by the end of the year 
you know, you guys have heard us do some ads for some of the conferences and stuff that we go to, but y'all podcasting is expensive. Yeah, it really is. And when we, we try to split the cost as much as possible, Will kind of takes more of the uh, financial burden and I take more of the workload. Yeah. But, but more money would make that, you know, would ease both of those because we could cut some of the financial expenses you know, direct ones hitting us and potentially, you know, automate slash outsource some of the things that are lower value that we're constantly having to do. Um, like dinking around with WordPress is mm-hmm. a big one for me. We also want to increase our number of listeners. So tell your friends. When I was down visiting my friends this past weekend, I told them about it. And of course, neither one of them are, are developers, but I gave them both stickers and they're like, hey, you know, I've got friends that are developers. I'll tell them about your show. They should listen to it. Yeah. So, and finally, we want to expand Developer Launchpad to possibly include another location. We are going to make one change next year that will affect the Nashville group. We're switching the days that we do things. So we've been doing two meetups a month a social on the second Saturday and a code jam on the fourth. And we're switching those because we noticed the last two months, we haven't had a code jam because of the holidays. And while the socials are fun, the code jam is more what the group is about. Yeah. It's the more hardcore people. And it's more, we're here to help you grow as a developer. Whereas a social is a good networking, just hanging out with other developers and getting building community building so we're going to put more emphasis on doing those, still do the socials, and we'll still have a holiday party at the end of the year next year, but we'll also have a code jam. Yeah. That way they don't get short shrift because people probably do not want to skip you know, company Christmas parties or whatever and go code. Mm-hmm. They might skip it to go hang out with their friends. Right. And you know, just shifting that just kind of takes that into account and we go on forward with it. Well, we've made it to the end of the episode, and it's time to announce the theme for next year. Since this past year was about setting goals, we're going to focus on what you do with those goals and how you get there next year. The theme will be Build Your Story, and it will start in a couple of weeks with an episode called Writing Your Story. That pretty much wraps us up. Before we close everything out, Will, what do you have for us this week for Tricks of the Trade? I just want to point out how valuable it is um, just every so often to kind of come back to center. The The premise of this podcast is you're trying to build a good life for yourself as a software developer. You're building your career up. You're doing all the right things. But the goal is to be able to do the right things, to build the career so you can have the life that you want. At some point, you do have to step back and actually start doing the things that you want to do with your life in addition to the career because life is kind of short. Um, you don't want to build up a good life for its own sake. Rather, you want to build up a good life so you have a good life. And so I just want to kind of throw that in there um, here at the tail end of the year as something to strive for um, in the next year. As I know this year in particular has just been all work for me. And I've had to kind of realize how close to burnout I came and work back from that. So just want to throw that out there. That's all I got. Stand by for Titanfall. If you have a question or comment, please email us at neckbeards at completedeveloperpodcast.com. 
Our theme music is an excerpt from Stand By for Titanfall by Pure Bells, available on SoundCloud and licensed through Creative Commons. The intro music for IOTs is Hillbilly Hip Hop by Jason Belcher. For references, show notes, and to sign up for weekly emails with extra tips and insights, be sure to check out the website at completedeveloperpodcast.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at CompleteDevPod and like our page on Facebook to keep up with news about the show. Look for us each week on Facebook Live before we record each episode. Thanks for listening. See you next time.